would it cut to a black screen and there'd be titles playing that said, mm. oh, and moan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. But the fact like that... Like if Charlie Chaplin made Oh, boy. <laughs> you fucking assholes. You fucking assholes. I hate you. I'm going to pull my mic out and take my balls and go home. I'm taking my balls and I'm going home. <laughs> Can I get a Welcome to the GBP, the Glass Bottom Podcast, episode 19. We are teenagers in the podcast world, boys. Our last oh, team. I didn't introduce you yet. They don't know who you are. Fuck. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, up to my left with full of curse words and premature everbulation. Rob, what up, Rob? I, I, I am premature. We all are. That's 75 percenters. You know, it works both ways. <laughs> 75% made, baby. <clears throat> to my right. Upper right corner. Shards, what up, Shards? So, man, he's the coolest guy in the room always. What up, gentlemen? It's been another week, episode 19. I think we've given them like 24, 26 hours of free content, and the numbers are piling up. People are listening. We got input, and it's, it's going pretty good. What What do you guys think? What's your takeaway? I'm having a fantastic time. Me too. Mm, Shards? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> You sound like my man, Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> that man is my favorite. I love Marshawn. Marshawn did a lot of cool shit. Marshawn no, Lynch. No, I don't care man. about any of that. Well, I know you don't, but me and Shard, we're sports buffs, and Marshawn Lynch is a class act. God bless him. I love Marshawn Lynch. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch, future guest on the Glass Bottom podcast, probably episode 500, I'm guessing, with our current trajectory. Well, let's do some housekeeping. Housekeeping, you want a sucky sucky? For the love of God, go away, Tommy boy. Housekeeping. Boys, listeners, I was way too hard on Britain and the United Kingdom last week. Yeah, I went in hard. I went in hot, fast, and hard. And uh, I guess it was the guilt and feeling bad about my United Kingdomness, but I went way too hard and deep. The Royals, I don't apologize for what I said about the Royals. Fuck those people. But the people of the UK, it was, it was on me. I went way too hard on hating my DNA and being sad that I'm, you know, all I can make is a pot roast and a grilled cheese. Uh, I'm learning to embrace that. So I am sorry, UK listener. Uh, American football's coming. Cheer up and please don't hate us because we're just doing shtick. You know, I just, uh, I was riffing. So I love the UK, but I don't love the Royals. I don't love the Royals. And I wish my two compadres here would have reined me in and said, Mike, you're being a little too hard on the UK. You should probably dial it back. But nothing. I don't know. I we did kind of beat him in a war and all. No, uh, beat him? Oh, well, yeah. But then we helped him in a war. And then we helped him in another war. Yeah. The fact that we had to help him so much, they deserved every word they got from you. <laughs> they sound like We beat him and then helped him twice. They deserved every word you got. Ah, all week I've been thinking about this. I did not see that coming. Shard just hit me <laughs> up below the waterline. I think I'm sinking. Yeah, uh, Rob, like the abusive X that we dumped, and they keep asking us to help move furniture. <sighs> this went from worse to worser. Uh, okay. 
I, for one, love our English people, my kinfolk, as I told you before, uh, especially Southern England. Shout out to Southern England. I don't know what they do or grow or eat there or boil, what kind of meat they boil, but I apologize on my behalf that I went too hard on the UK and not hard enough on just the Royals. So uh, I'm sorry. I don't know, man. They don't. They don't wear deodorant. Their grills are all <laughs> fucked up. Well, I, I, don't know. I, I, I think they wear deodorant. Uh, I know the French don't, and uh, I haven't been to the UK, but I've been in Europe. I've been in Germany, and deodorant is not a thing. No, they. I think they wear deodorant, but they don't wear antiperspirant. I don't. It smells. Yeah, it smells. <laughs> I want to start calling this segment the corrections department slash the department of corrections. Cause every week I'm going to step on my Johnson. One of us will step on our Johnson. And, uh, I think we should call it the department of corrections. What do you say going forward? My, my dick's not big enough to step on it. I was going to say I'm Asian. There's no way you can't like yoga your foot into your lap, like sit on a chair, put your foot up in your lap and step on it like that way. Like doing a figure four. Can you, I think if I could get my heel no. inside of my pelvis, I might be able to nick it. You're <laughs> and a grappler. Okay, maybe stepping on our Johnsons is the wrong acronym for this or whatever you call that anomaly. I would sooner put my foot in my mouth than step on my dick. <laughs> All right, from now on, we're going to call this the Department of Corrections. Let's visit the Department of Corrections. All in favor, say aye. The motion is passed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is housekeeping or just a future thing. Uh, we had Mando on a couple of weeks ago, call sign Mandalorian, and he was a hit. I loved the, every minute of it. I listened back and loved it. He did. He just came in guns a blazing. So we're gonna have him on once in a while. He's gonna start doing Mando's movie reviews, and the next one, which will be soon, is Mando reviews the Guardians of the Galaxy. What are we at three now? Groot's back. I heard and stuff so we're gonna have mando on to tell us his review of the guardians of the galaxy which will probably be a re-examination of the plot and tell us why we're all wrong and <laughs> what's really happening i gotta bring him into that andy menino song coming in hot because that's what he does oh cut it up i was blown away by the way he came in like I, he's usually a quiet talker and a bit of a mumbler and a bit of a reserved talker even though he's spewing funny shit but he came in and blew me away and just came in like a Gatling gun. And every bullet hit. So Mando, big hit with the fans. Big hit with me. Movie reviews coming soon. Now it's time for the Yang and the Yin. This was a tough week. This was a tough week. My Yang bad news is the writer's strike is on and it's probably not going to end for probably six months, if that. Which means no fresh TV like uh, Saturday Night Live, no Last Week Tonight, no anything fresh. And uh, unfortunately, there's also a Futurama reboot underway. That's on what? Hulu. Now. Yeah, on Hulu. Futurama reboot. Love the Futurama, but no one to write it. Ain't no reboot. So the original writer strike, like in 2007, I think, that is what led to the rise of uh, reality TV. Can't get writers. You bring in Snooky and uh, the situation and... Big Brother, and we have to watch that fucking garbage. God, we so, can't go through another dark age like that. I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> why it's the Yang. This is what's going to happen. The last strikes lasted like three to six months. We're in for a long haul. Now the actors are going to strike, and the AFTRA and AGFRA and SAGFRA and GRAFRA, all these RUS are striking. We're in for a desert. And I just finished Better Call Saul. 
I got nowhere to go. My show hole is so freaking deep, and it's uh, it's pretty sexy. Oh, man. I love that show so much. <laughs> Me too. We're screwed. The Yang is. Reality TV's back. They're going to probably bring that actual Snooky back and do something with that biatch. We're screwed. That is some Yang and Yang. Low-hanging Yang, if you know what I mean. God, that means people who have no business being famous are going to be famous mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Lots right. of them. Make us famous. You know who's oh, not yeah, why not us? Yeah, why not us? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have no writers. Make us famous. Listen to us. You're not going to want to watch TV. But I think my kids aren't worried because they watch YouTubers and streamers and all that. They don't have writers. So it's just God, those me, people are going to start being on TV then. You think? They already are. So you know the whole like uh, fail army YouTube videos. Oh, true. That stuff is on like network TV now, isn't it? Yeah, there's a Maybe, whole channel. Yeah. That must be the new reality stuff they're going to put on there is YouTubers and streamers. I think TikTok has a TV channel now. What is it really? But not on like network TV though. It's like a streaming. Type Still, deal. I would watch that like a cat watching uh, string commercials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd watch TikTok TV. I know for sure TikTok has a a Sirius XM station, which makes no sense, but. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What, listen to TikToks? I I think it's just to listen to the music that is usable on TikTok, I guess. I don't know. I've seen it, but I never dared press it. I'm not interested. I don't get it. (laughs) You didn't smash that like button, (laughs) as as the children say. Well, come what may, I'm sure we'll be discussing it on future episodes, but goodbye, scripted television and movies on hold. Uh, Rick and Morty probably going to get hell on hold. What are we going to do? Well, Rick and Morty has its own problems. Thank you. Go on. Oh, God. Are we going to deep dive into Rick and Morty lore? You are on the Glass Bottom Podcast. By deep dive, you mean six inches under the waterline. Let's dive into it. I love Rick and Morty. What, what are you talking we'll about? dive just far enough so that we can still breathe out <laughs> of our snorkel. <laughs> our, our very short snorkel. <laughs> Go on, Rob. What are you talking about? Because I love Rick and Morty. I know nothing about controversy there. Their main creator had domestic abuse charges. And so it was like a whole thing. He writes cartoons. So? So he got taken off the writer team. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. For domestic violence, you can beat a wife and still write comedy. I mean, you can't beat a wife and play in the NFL. You You can't beat a wife and play in the NFL. We know this. But you can beat your wife and still write comedy, I think. He's canceled for that? I mean, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> for first he went to work and wrote i'm pickle rick and then went home and smacked his wife and went back to work and they're like no you don't work here anymore well the best part is that the charges were dropped so i don't i don't know how real these things got but it was enough to where he was taken off the team mm. and he's the head writer he, he's the creator and oh. he's a child predator. You apparently. can't cancel. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to allow any more of this talk. This is all rampant speculation. Your Honor, I object. Based on the strength of Rick and Morty's comedy uh, and the wonderfulness of that show, I'm going to have to object and write this all off as hearsay. Confirmed. Is that what judges say? Uh, sustained. Sustained. Nowadays, you just need to have an allegation. You can get canceled. That's pretty much true, but I mean... Speaking of yin and yang, there was a day where a chick could come in with her clothes ripped off and semen dripping from her vagina and go, I was raped. And they'd be like, no, you weren't. So now it's like, I think I had a dream where I was raped and this guy did it. And, oh, well, let's check it out. So 
Yin and yang. You can be like Danny Masterson gets canceled from the ranch because of allegations that happened over 20 years ago. Yeah, or uh, even uh, what old Trump Trumper got uh, hit with a 20-year-old uh, thing. It is, it's weird, it's wild, but it's way deeper than we can dive in a glass bottom podcast. Can I get to the yin now? The good news now that we've yang and yanged and boomer yanged. We boomer yanged. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. Boomer yang. The yin uh, is kind of weak compared to what we just did on the yang, but that's life. I agree. There's always more yang than yin. That's life. That's what people say. A former NFL player has uh, a company that makes concrete that consumes more co2 than it takes to make the concrete i don't know if you know this but to make cement which goes in concrete most people see a, a sidewalk and go, that's cement no cement is what concrete is made from sand plus rocks plus cement equals and water equals concrete but to make cement you have to take limestone and cook it at like 2000 degrees for like fucking eternity and it gives off a lot of greenhouse gases and it costs a lot of uh heat into the atmosphere and then we uh you know we make a sidewalk out of it this dude uh what's his name tony fox foxy tony rick fox has a company that makes concrete that doesn't use the regular cement and it actually absorbs co2 as it cures that's yin that's yin as hail we went from we Does went that mean from it's plant-based there is a hemp based. I didn't get a chance to research it because I'm a 75 percenter. But in my research, I found that there is a hemp based concrete cement that also does similar good shit for the environment. But because there's hemp in it and our uh, red tie, blue tie idiots are going to fight over people smoking concrete, I guess. <laughs> I, was I don't know. say, oh, great. So that means America will be the only country <laughs> who can't make it. Uh huh. Someone <laughs> might smoke the concrete. I don't know. However, this shit is really promising. And uh, it's actually being used in certain places. Here's the big takeaway, the yin takeaway. What this means for the bottom line is that a 1,250 square foot home made with, it's called Partana, P-A-R-T-A-N-N-A, absorbs 22 and a half tons of CO2. Your house, Rob, would absorb probably eight tons because the water line is so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but a normal house would absorb 22 and a half tons of CO2. Any guesses on how much normal concrete gives off in tons of CO2 just for a 1,200 square foot house? Uh, shards. 1,200 square foot house. How many tons of CO2 is emitted? 37. Mm, way low. Rob, go high. Go high. Swing for the fence. 236. Not that fence. Jesus Christ, that fence is in the other ballpark in the other city. 77 tons. A 1,200 square foot house, the cement, uh, I should have said concrete, uh, gives off 77 tons of CO2 by the time they bake the limestone and truck it in and do all this other ridiculous shit. So the yen is, woo, concrete that eats CO2. And that is one to grow on, don't you think? One to grow on. I like it. Do, 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 do. The more you know. It's an NBC after school special. <laughs> Next up for me, you sons of bitches peer pressured me into the phone number block party last week. Yes. Yes, we that, did. Mm -hmm. That was a clear case of peer pressure abuse that made me do something I didn't want to do. You guys could have got me to smoke dope or crack or something. I don't know. I'm weak. Sounds like we uh, forced him into a little bit of elder abuse. <laughs> oh, oh, no. 
<laughs> Rob, that was hurtful. However true and funny and pointy. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So due to your peer pressure, I Elder did abuse. what we were supposed to do. <laughs> Hell, uh, I went, I went, I went three up, three down. God damn you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. How long you been sitting on that one, Rob? What an asshole. Oh god, if I laugh too much, I pass out. Give me a second. Oh, I remember you telling me that when oh, you first started fuck. working for us. Yeah, the first time we hung out with Rob when he first came into our department. Uh, we made him laugh. And he's like, dude, if you laugh too much, I pass out. Yeah, we know he's kidding. We almost killed him on day one. Oh yeah, day one we almost killed him. <laughs> Fuck. I thought it was weird that when I sneeze, I almost have an orgasm. This guy, if he laughs, he almost passes out and dies. I don't know. All right. So thanks to elder abuse, I texted three up, three down. Uh, Hey, y'all, this is a phone number neighbor block party. I'm three, four, Mike. And just shout out to see if this crazy idea works. Look, it's Friday night. Time to wind down. Just trying to spark some fun. What up? Uh, A gif or a gif. No, 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 no. It's not a gif. It's a gif. Of uh, Stimpy, who's the big one, Ren or Stimpy? Yeah, anyway, ask that. Ah, <laughs> I think it's Ren, the big one of Ren with the big blue nose because I have a big nose, dancing around laughing, and then I no, crickets, and then I said I was dared on our podcast, and now go finally thirty seven pipes in. I don't know who this is, but I will appreciate it if you stop texting my phone. Thank you. block party's off to a rough start man the cops already raided us so then i liquored up fresh with a belly full of pizza said i'm i'm your phone neighbor mike just trying to start a block chat i don't and will never know who you are so what's up all capitals (laughs) i said do not text my phone i don't know who the hell you are and don't and then it ended that's it. That's what I got out of that block party. The next one is just all me, same rhetoric. So, wah, 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 wah. elder abuse. You're right, Rob. This was a case of elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I so, was so, so not excited. even the phone neighbors that you texted before even chimed in. No, nope. <laughs> they're like, you know, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, you burned those bridges right away. I think Cheryl and. Uh, stock photo shitter guy have disowned me too because i texted them later in the week that we talked about them in our podcast and i sent them a link and it's crickets with more crickets so a bridge too far uh you guys bullied me into it i did i uh, made a mistake so do not I, I do not block party your neighbors however do meet your phone neighbors the world's but just not ready for it I think you're right. It seemed like a cool thing. We could have had fun. We could have done some cool shit. But yeah, I got iced hard and told to cease and desist. So I did. Yikes. So thanks, guys. <laughs> I was so hesitant. I listened back and I was like, I don't want to do that. I, listen to me. Don't. I don't want to do it. I caved. I caved. It's what I do. Fail. The other thing, I failed again, boys. I'd be happy to hear this. I had another sports clip fail. Wow, we talked about this. You went there again without a coupon? Okay, listen. Yes, I went out there again without a coupon. I know I could pull one out of any dumpster or tree or out of a a random Walmart toilet. Needed a haircut. Hair was shaggy. By the way, none of you commented on how good my hair looked. 
But anyway, uh, so I go to the sports clip unarmed with a coupon, but the whole walk in, I'm like, tell her you're getting a varsity. 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 I walk in. I sign in on their stupid ass kiosk. I go to sit down. Girl goes, Mike. I said, oh, that me. She walks out. She is the most attractive young lady ever. She's wearing uh, yoga pants and she should wear yoga pants. She's wearing a nice uh, sports clip t-shirt and she's got her hair braided. She's got some piercing. She's got some rad tattoos. I'm thinking now I want an MVP. <laughs> Rob's thinking maybe he wants to go to sports <laughs> clips. <laughs> I'm guessing she's like 22, 23. So super nice. She gives me a fist bump and then she tells me her name. And I was just like, when I talk to people that I'm intimidated by, I, I didn't hear a goddamn thing. She said, I can't tell you her name. So she throws me down in the chair and she goes, Oh, what can we do for you today? That's where my brain was like, MVP, MVP, get an MVP. We got 30 bucks. We got cash in our wallet. Get a fucking MVP, get an MVP, dude. Look at her, get an MVP. Take all my I money. Said, yeah. Instead, I go, uh, Yes, I need a varsity, please. Just uh, number two on the sides, blend the top. So then I sat there for 15 minutes while this beautiful, attractive young girl made small talk and, and cut my hair. And then she does the thing that I know is you guys haven't experienced, especially shards where when you're old, they go, should I trim your eyebrows? Oh, I fucking, Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's how you know you're old. Cause that doesn't happen until you're like 50 or 45. And it's a, it's a, it puts you back in your place. But the whole time she's cutting my hair, I'm like, get the MVP. Just tell you what the MVP. Just get to bath here. Get a little rub your shoulders and you put your feet up. And then you just scrub your hair with her fingernails. Beautiful fingernails. She had long, beautiful pink fingernails. Tattoos. She was dreamy. But luckily, the little, is it the devil or the angel on my shoulder? I don't know which one it is at this point. Was like, don't be creepy. You're, you're too old for this. Don't be creepy. Do not be creepy. And I didn't do it. And ever since I walked out of there, which was Monday, I have been like kicking myself. I'm like, I just should have done it. She was uh, attractive. Nothing. There's nothing illegal or illicit, but it would have been great. I should have been MVP, but I couldn't MVP. I didn't have the ball to MVP. Why am I cursed at sports clips? What's wrong with me? That sounds like something a varsity would say. (laughs) (laughs) I am a cheapskate, but the angel or devil on my shoulder was like, dude, we got the money in your wallet. You can get it to MVP and still tip her good. And, And then... Speaking of tips, I was so nervous and shaky. I went to pay, right? She's like, that'll be $23. $6 more, I could have had a scalp massage and a shoulder rub. So then I'm panicked because I'm like, what do I tip her? I looked at all the bills I had. You know, it was like looking at a deck of cards with half the cards missing. And I'm like, and she's staring at me while I'm pulling through my wallet. So I wanted to tip her really good. And I pull it out and I handed her $29. I tipped her $6. Like who tips $6? I wow. bet you, I bet you that if Mike went to a strip club tomorrow, oh he would tell us the same exact story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the nickels. The nickels fell right out of her garter belt onto the stage. Oh, oh dude. shit. <laughs> Believe me, no one is more sad about my performance than me. $6 tip. I mean, you either do five or you do 10. You don't do six fucking dollar tip. You know what I'm saying? I would have tipped her 10 bucks, but I couldn't process the information. What a fail. I'm so sad at myself. I hope she's there next time. I'm getting that MVP with a coupon. I hope, but 
Yeah, everyone everyone at home's like, yeah, he's not going to use a coupon or get an MVP. <laughs> they know me too well. <laughs> I am very sad that I failed again at Sports Eclipse. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You better grow that hair quick, boy. I'm growing it quick, but like my widow peak thing, like where I part my hair on my right side, like that, that area of my hair is going back so fast. And she's like, which side do you part it on? And I was like, she's so magnanimous. Like she can see where the fucking widow peak thing is. She can see where she know where I part <laughs> How dare my you hair. Ask. <laughs> How dare you ask? And then I watched my black sports clip bib fill with gray hair. And I'm just staring at her in the mirror like, she's dreamy. And I fucked it up. Story of my life. Newsflash, Mike fucked it up. Anyway, that was my fail for the week. Anybody got a fail for the week besides me? Blunt my my sadness. Help. Rob, did you order a hot dog at a pizza place this week? No, I didn't. (laughs) I uh, I stayed away from pizza places this week, actually. You know who's come out pretty unscathed so far in 19 episodes? Shards has done a good job. I think me and you, Rob, have stepped on our dicks millions of times for the podcast, and shards has come out smelling like a rose. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing it out. Very calculated with secrets. my approach. He is. He's also a psychopath, but in a good yeah. way, as far as we know. So good for you, shards. Thank God you don't have to tangle sports clips, but you'd probably master it. They'd probably give you a coupon as your check. You know? <laughs> They'd give me the MVP for their lowest price. Oh, they. I bet that hot tattooed up chick would give you the MVP and and then you go to pay her 30 bucks and she'd be like, it's only 23. Oh my God. I need <laughs> you to go get a haircut now. <laughs> he can't Rob. He fucking no, can't. That's the point. <laughs> oh, now it's Rob. work with me. Let's bully him. Yeah. Shards. We need you for the podcast to go into sports clips and tell him you want an MVP. <laughs> You just want your head shampooed. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, that is the funniest fucking thing ever. This how do we he's stronger than me. How do we get him to peer pressure fall into this? Because I know he won't, but god damn, that's funny. And then that would be a great uh, bit. That would be a it could be a bit. Why don't you do it and report back? I'll give you the 30 bucks in Just installments, in. $5 a week for six weeks. Say, go in. Hey, I'm here for the MVP treatment. Mm-hmm. I, I realize, but I just miss my hair so much. No, <laughs> I'm going to go in with a hoodie and not take the hoodie off until I get into the chair. No, no go no. in with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> hair brain. No. Yeah, and then when she turns around to grab her stuff and get her clip set up, I just take the wig off. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that'll ensue panic and bedlam. We want you to walk. Here's what I want. I want you to walk in in all your glory and just tell them, look, I want an MVP. I have a disability, but I still want all the things that come with an MVP. I want you to I want you to put the bib on. I want you to run the clippers around my ears for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and make, I want you to make take me still back. do it. Like, yeah, <laughs> take me back, massage my scalp. You can still massage my scalp and put hot water on my head. And you can rub my shoulders and put my feet up on the vibrator. Oh. And then you can bring it back and blow dry my scalp. Oh, we got to do this. This is too good. Hopefully they have the courtesy to ask if I want my eyebrows trimmed too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a low blow. You're not, you're not 40 yet, so that was a low blow. Damn it. Oh, my God. I can't stop thinking about that. Well, Oh, shit. We're going to peer pressure shards behind the scenes. 
But if you guys can write in or hit us up on social media, let's let's pressure them into doing that. I will pay the thirty bucks, and then you. But I insist you go in and play the disability card and make them do everything that they normally do around your ears and then take scissors like I do to shards. Just clip them just so I can hear the sound again. I do that at work. Whenever I have scissors and shards is back to me, I go over by his ears and go, sound familiar? I would go with you. Oh, we're all going. (laughs) This may be the funniest thing we've uh, ran aground on. Oh my God, that would be great. And you would love it. Like they're going to treat you like a king and that scalp massage with hot water shards. You're going to fall in deep sleep. God damn, that's funny. Nice job, boys. (laughs) I don't know how we recover from How do you follow that? I know one thing that I can follow it with. Uh, When I was a kid, I saw the movie Jaws. And I don't know if we talked about this in the protos, but it scared the fuck out of me so bad that I wouldn't go in the ocean for years. But even worse, I wouldn't take a bath or even when I took a shower. I, I just did it so quick because I thought a fucking shark was going to blow through the bottom of my uh, bathtub. Have you guys ever been? I swear to God. Rob, have you ever heard this? No. Mike's told me this before. Yeah. It's one of those things that you keep for yourself, except for like, uh, I've been to therapy and the psychs and, you know, you tell them about it, but Jaws scared me so bad. I literally thought anytime I was in water, a shark could blow through the container I was exposed in and eat me for years, probably till I was 12 or 13. That is the truth. So much undo oh my here. God. <laughs> Yeah, that that movie fucked me up. How do we unpack that? There's a lot to unpack there, but I don't know. That movie scared me. And then, like, I remember uh, seeing the book on a return card at the library, the paperback, and it has a picture of the shark going up to eat the naked chick, which, by the way, is pretty hot. When you're a kid in the 80s and 70s, a, a blurry naked chick on a paperback book cover is enough to get you going. And then, like, I would freak out and go, oh, Jesus, there it is again. So I thought I was alone in this neuroses, but I heard a cool interview with Kelly Slater, hometown boy, shout out to Coco Beach and the Ron Johns. Although, was he ever sponsored by Ron Johns Shards? No. Have you ever met Kelly Slater at Ron Johns Shards? I don't think he's ever walked in there. Damn. His mom's been in there plenty of times. Oh, I'm sure she probably waves that black card around like, (laughs) Kelly Slater's my son. Yeah. Give me some billabong. Anyway. I heard an interview with Kelly Slater and uh, he said he was equally traumatized by Jaws. I feel so much better. I feel like someone else in the world knows my pain. And it's Kelly Slater, the world's greatest surfer of all time, bar none. He saw Jaws. He was afraid of a shark coming through the bathtub and it was a release. I was like, I'm not the only idiot neurotic fuck on earth. There's another one. And he's a world-class surfer. He beat that neuroses and became a world champion surfer. I beat that neuroses and I will go waist deep in water. So we're both successful people, I guess, right? Is that Jaws ride still at Universal or is that gone? No, that's long gone. That's long gone. The one in California was terrible. I think they perfected it in Orlando. But when I was a kid, even though I was deathly afraid of Jaws, that ride, that shark would come out. And then like it sounded like somebody building a skyscraper. It was like. It wasn't a shark attack. It was machinery going crazy. So that wasn't enough to conquer your fear, huh? Nope. It made it worse now. I think a robot shark's going to come out of the bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) Mecha shark. Mecha shark. Ooh, I like it. No, I didn't think that far ahead. But 
growing up in California and trying to wait out in the water and not be afraid of jaws, like in Florida, you can see the bottom and the fish can see you. So they kind of amps gray and you can see what's down there. That's why one of the reasons I moved to Florida, I can go in the ocean again. I can see what's going to kill me. California, it's cold green water. And I remember waiting out in the water because my parents like, go play in the water. You, you're going to stay on the beach all day. Go out there, splash around, be a kid. My parents did not talk like that. We didn't have helium anywhere in the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Get on the water, goddammit. There's my dad. And I start walking out in the green water with my arms up like a total puss. And then you step on stuff. And I've stepped on fish and they squirm and you just run out going, ah! I or you're on something. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know the feeling, but you can see it here <laughs> out there. Or you're standing in the waves and like, oh, look at me, dad. I'm finally in the water. And then something, kelp, uh, a shell, something brushes against you. And uh, like I walked on water like the damn Jesus lizard. Gone. <laughs> right back to shore. Give me the damn bucket and the shovel, dad. I'm a, I'm a landscaper at the beach. I'm not a swimmer. I fucked with Emily once in a lake. Um, Fucked with, with, with fucked what? With, with what? With Emily. Okay. You fucked with your wife in a lake? Like, okay, in go lake. on. This is when we were teenagers, and she hates fish. I don't like know why. To, to eat them or to be attacked by them? To be attacked by them. Oh, well, we all hate that. So I stepped on this log. There's branch, and I slowly picked it up when she was next to me. Oh, boy. And I rubbed it against her leg. And I've never seen someone just have so much sheer panic in their face <laughs> and turn me into a ladder within the same second. Oh, she climbed you? Okay. Oh, Good. yes. She did the right thing. I remember one time at Cocoa Beach, me and the wife were out, you know, bobbing around. This is back when uh, the days of wine and roses were just holding each other, floating in the waves, way in over our heads, even though I'm a giant. And uh, all of a sudden, one of those uh, bat ray, I think it's called popped up next to us and it flew out of the water and flapped its wings and went back in. And then it was circling around us, jumping out of the water, flapping its little bat wing. Oh, I just realized what bat wings may mean. Is <laughs> <laughs> my bad. You want to see mine? No, we saw your tits last week and it, it wasn't too bad, but shards reminded me that there's some sweat involved. And so, anyway, so we're holding each other floating in the water and like, he's going circles around us. This is amazing. This little Ray. And then it hit us that something is fucking chasing that son of a bitch. <laughs> and I got like stone cold sweat, like, Ooh, shit. And we realized it was doing that because a fucking shark was chasing the goddamn thing. <laughs> and it was circling us to ditch the shark. Yeah, my heart rate went to a trillion, and uh, I pushed the wife off me out to sea, and I swam back as fast as I could. <laughs> you goddamn right I did, and I'm still here today because uh, I did that. So Proud of you. Thank you. Dang. Thank you so much. Did you all – I know Shards has watched it. Rob, have you watched Endless Summer and Endless Summer 2? No. Shards has. It's a great How movie. the fuck is there a second movie to something that's endless? <laughs> what? What a great view. Yeah, shards. How is there endless summer too? That's a great question, Rob. I never thought of that. They fucked me over. They mar their marketing is terrible. Well, the How summer the summer is endless. You can't fit it all in one movie, so you have to have a second mm -hmm. one. That it's like a never-ending story having an ending. <laughs> <laughs> or a, yeah, you're right. A sequel would play play into it. Oh, I, that's a wow. I'm dumbfounded. That's a great thing. Well, they did make an endless summer one and endless summer two, and I loved them both. And uh, that's my happy place. Like when I'm stressed out or anxiety or whatever, I put on Endless Summer 1 
and uh, the music and the surfing calms me right the fuck down. Do you ever watch Endless Summer one uh, or two shards? Yeah, those are those are some of my favorite movies. I think I actually like one better than two. I do too. Even though two's great, one is like so mellow. Rob, yeah. you gotta next time you're you got anxiety over uh, all the things going on in the Rob world, which are quite a bit. Why don't you plug in Endless Summer? I can loan you the DVD and chill out. Just chill. It's a great movie. And okay. the summer too has tits in it though. If that uh, wait, what makes you want to watch huh? it? It does. Yeah. Are you sure? Because I've watched it a lot of times. Are you talking about native people from? No, 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 not those. <laughs> like National Geographic tits? No. Yeah. Okay. No, Talk they're, me they're, they're in a topless beach in one uh, at one point. Are you sure about this? Positive. I never miss a free range nipple on any movie. And I've watched endless summer two, probably a hundred times. And I do not remember seeing that. I'm going to check. I'm going to fact check you on this one. Shards. <laughs> I'm going to fucking fact check shards by next week. 75% or promise. If you're right, I will be impressed. If not, I will call you to task. There better be free range nipples in that show. Watch it tonight. Okay. It's a great show. And speaking of uh, free range nipples in cinema movies and pictures uh another podcast i was listening to pointed out that back in the 70s and the 80s movies had like nudity in them for no fucking reason other than we're gonna jam nudity into this just like game of thrones now i know you guys aren't as old as i am but i have also noticed once i was pointed out did you have you guys noticed that like movies don't just gratuitously gratuitously shove nudity of females into the movies anymore like they used to like is that am, am i crazy like all the old slasher movies were yeah, all about having topless girls right yeah. that's oh, what yeah. i'm talking about or even the comedies they would work in like a dumb you know topless scene or something they would just jam it in there was like oh there's the nudity now it seems like if it's not tasteful relative to the plot nudity you get nothing I miss that. That's why we used to go to the drive-in. That's why uh, That's why uh, we used to watch HBO late at night. There used to be like, oh, there it is. Didn't have anything to do with the plot of uh, Watergate, but there's some boobs. There's a sex scene. Now it, it's, uh, I don't know if the actors are woke or the writers, God bless their strike, are woke. There's no gratuitous nudity in movies. Do you think that uh, women are finding it less appealing to go full frontal in a movie now? Probably because with the internet back in the day in the seventies, you did a nude scene. The movie played for six months or three months and it was gone. Now it's like, it's on Mr. Skin. Bless his heart. What a great website. Shout out to Mr. Skin. And back then, you know, it was a come and go thing. No pun intended. (laughs) I'm just saying it was a thing back in the eighties and seventies and maybe the nineties. I feel like I've heard of modern ones utilizing prosthetics. They do. And uh, digital and also, uh, what do you call it? Body doubles. There yeah. is a movie, you know, the, oh, this is my the heart, most heartbreaking thing ever. You know, the girl that played uh, oh, in uh, Big Bang Theory, Bernadette, the little short blonde chick that played Bernadette in Big Bang Theory. You guys are familiar? Anybody? No. She, after that show wrapped, her and her husband uh, made a movie about gymnastics like it was supposed to be a comedy about a washed up gymnast that was in the Olympics and choked. And then, uh, uh, the rest of her life, it was supposed to be a comedy. I bought the DVD Blu-ray because I heard that she was naked in it and she does a scene as a gymnast in the bedroom. Can you imagine how excited I was? 
She gets naked <laughs> as a Olympic gymnast in the bedroom. There is a dismount and a mount, and I'm not fucking kidding you. Yes, and she sticks the dismount and the mount. I got it. I watched it. Yeah, the camera work, a lot of shadows, a lot of a lot of underlit parts of the scene I was caring about. And then I find out she used a body double. You can't see anything, and what you can see is some fucking random stunt chick. What's America come to? Uh, you you can't nothing you can't. apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I hear what you did there. Yeah, oh, they have stunt doubles for nude scenes now, huh? And Merkins, definitely Merkins. Is Skinamax still a thing? I don't think so. I think Cinemax is washed up, and they just play regular movies. But I know what you're saying. I call it Skinamax because they played the shit no one else would play, and they did not do it at like one in the morning. They would do it at like eight at night. That stuff was comedy gold, though. You ever watch any of those? Yeah, they were terrible, but that's what I'm. That's what's not there. You just hit it on the head, shards. That B level movies with gratuitous nudity were a thing, and now it's gone. Right? Do you feel yeah. me? Yep, it's gone. That's a tragedy. That's yeah. a tragedy. Those Skinamax movies were all the poor acting of porn without the actual porn. Mm-hmm. Extra plot, light nudity, but nudity nonetheless. I'm going to date myself here, boys. And I don't mean take me out for steak and wine and sex. I'm going to date myself. I have watched a porn on Super 8 home movie film. Jesus <laughs> oh, oh, Christ. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No yeah. way. I swear to God, dude. Uh, I should have known. We had a dude that grew up on my street. And, you know, back in the day, we had Playboys. And uh, that was it hand-me-down playboys and they've been out in the woods in forts and underground so long they've had this great smell this amazing earthy smell and my 10 11 12 13 year old heydays were finding someone else's playboy stash in the woods and then stealing it and bringing it to my boy's stash and we would collect them anyway a friend of mine on our street was way too into it like we were mesmerized and like ooh, boobs this guy took it too far next thing you know he's like Hey man, if we both pitch in five bucks, we can get a porno film. I was like, okay. He, so he sent off in the snail mail and we got it and it no sound, super eight. And it was uh it was as bad as you could imagine. But you know those old films so Jesus I, Christ. I swear to God. Uh, the planning and the logistics that went into me and this guy watching this, like we have to get my dad's projector. Then we have to be alone in the top of story of my, of our house where no one can find us without us hearing them come up the stairs. And then we'll, we'll cover the windows and we'll play the movie. And we did it. And we're like, we're the greatest criminals of all time. Watching a super eight stag film. Oh, so bad. Wow. <laughs> but Here's the takeaway. All the excitement and uh, anticipation of making like this caper happen. Kids don't get anymore. A kid can pick up his phone and watch the most disgusting, horrible or exciting stuff ever. And there's no stigma. There's no caper. There's no you just pick up your phone and go to X hamster or wherever kids go. Triple X. I don't know. That was the best part was the whole planning phase. Like, we are the master criminals. Us 12-year-old boys have a stag film, and we're going to watch it. You Can you relate that? Like, I know you guys aren't young enough to probably feel the impact of that, but that was a big caper. Don't you agree? I just drank my parents' alcohol. 
We all did that. That's pedestrian. Shards. So if anyone's wondering if Mike is a boomer, he watched porn on Super 8, mm. so the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of... Okay. Well, I'm not a boomer, as we've described in previous episodes. Here's the difference. HBO played and Skinamax played boobs and simulated sex. This Super 8 was the only way to see real sex. So... I wasn't a boomer. I was just near a kid that was hardcore and wanted to see it more than other kids, I guess. So I'm not a fucking so boomer. It, would it cut to a black screen and there'd be titles playing it? Said, mm. Oh, and moan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the fact like that, if Charlie Chaplin. Made oh, boy. <laughs> you fucking assholes. You fucking assholes. I hate you. I'm going to pull my mic out and take my balls and go home. I'm taking my balls and I'm going home. Fuck you guys. No, no. But my friend did play the piano along to the silent film. (laughs) Playing that D key real hard. (laughs) (laughs) I can't fucking breathe. Show, show ruined. Rob, you killed it. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> He's in the dinky. Oh, it's a silent movie. That was good. I did not see this coming, or I wouldn't have shared any of this shit. <laughs> damn, you boomered me. You teed off on my fucking dick. You son of a bitches. I don't know what oh, to do to follow man. that. I'm actually crying. Uh, me too. <laughs> I hate you so much right now, but I love you guys. Oh God. Well, I guess on that note, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, I guess the only thing else left I got to talk about, and it's kind of related to porn and, uh, the topic that you guys literally shoved down my throat against my will. Uh, have either of you guys watched Bup kiss on Peacock network? Bup kiss. No. Uh, I saw who was in it and I was intrigued. Pete Davidson is a star and I've had a love hate relationship with Pete Davidson. I watched his movie, the, uh, King of Staten Island. And it's got Billy Burr, all fucking Billy red tits and Steve Buscemi in it. And it was great. I liked it. It was weird about, about his life being a stoner and a fucking underachiever, which I can identify with except for the stoner part. But it also has Joe Pesci and Edie Falco from the Sopranos in it. So I clicked on episode one, which was free, and I saw shit there that made me laugh so hard that I never saw it coming. So to our listeners and you guys, I'm saying get on the peacock and watch Bupkiss with Joe Pesci. He is amazing. Pete Davidson is great. And Edie Falco, there's a scene in there that I'm not going to spoiler alert. Uh, but it's it's so off the wall, out of left field that I... I want everyone to watch Bup Kiss on Peacock. You guys got any recommendations for anything to watch? I don't know what it is about Pete Davidson, but whenever I see his face, he just has one of those like punchable faces. Punchable faces. faces. (laughs) Yes. It's one of those faces you just want to punch. But he plays on that, I think. Like, you're right. 
when I, I love SNL. I'm the biggest SNL fan. I've been watching it since it debuted when I was a kid sneaking, sneaking down the hallway as a boomer does. I guess you fuckers watching it uh, <laughs> live when it was live and I had a dial TV. And, uh, when he came on SNL, I was like, yeah, this fuck, this is the new era. This is what we get. These skinny jeans, fucking jogger pants, wearing guy with terrible tattoos. And the but blonde hair was awful. It was awful. But then he humped a swath right through American pop culture. Like he humped every hot chick on earth and you got to love him for that. He's like anorexic looking and drug addicted. And yet he's still pulling the poon as we say. Him and MGK. Who's MGK? Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, that fucking guy. They both have that same look. Yeah, but Machine Gun Kelly took it even more effeminate. But he's like stabilized with uh, who do he stabilize with? He's 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 locked down with somebody. But Pete Davidson is still fucking a swath through America. Yeah, it's so yeah. MGK got murdered by Eminem, so I had to come out different. Yeah, well, Pete <laughs> Davidson. Pete and part of Butkus Bupkus is Pete Davidson. It's about his life, and uh, he looks at his life. As Pete Davidson, the rest of it's all fiction, I guess, I suppose. But the Pete Davidson part is he calls himself Pete Davidson. He Googles his name and sees that, you know, he's a total fuck up and a total, a a bad, I don't know. What am I looking for here, boys? What's the word that he is? He's a a slacker or anyway, he analyzes his life and sees, oh my God, this is what I am in the world. And that's what the show's about. But what they do and all, what I saw in the first episode was stuff I never dreamed. I just sat there. I know I, my mouth is usually open and I'm usually going, but I was like, uh-huh. it was, it was, it was incredible. So please take my recommendation. Everyone watch Bup Kiss. And if you can afford Peacock Premium. Paywall. Well, no, episode one isn't, but. It was so good that I almost got my tight ass up and got Peacock Plus. Almost. And I may still do it. I want to see Bupkiss. So watch the first episode, The Glass Holes, and maybe even you guys. And uh, tell me what you think, because I think it was fucking awesome. Bupkiss. Bup, not butt kiss. Bupkiss. Bupkiss, yeah. I think it's a Jewish word for like, oh, you got Bupkiss. Uh, uh, and that's it. That's all I got. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about with our valued listeners? Shout out to the truckers. We haven't forgot about you, sons of bitches and daughters of bitches. That sounds weird. You're a daughter of a bitch. Have you ever heard anybody say you're a daughter of a bitch? Wow, that's personal. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's personal. I think I've heard women call other women sons of bitches. You son of a bitch. Now I just thought of it for the first time and I'm like, you can't say that. Did you say you daughter of a bitch? No, I discovered a new slang word. You daughter of a bitch. Hmm. A D-O-B. Yeah, you're a S-O-B. No, you're a D-O-B. That's what you are. None of you D-O-Bs have anything you want to S-A-Y? No. Rob looks super chilled. Uh, what's up with uh, the name of your hairless uh, kitten? Have we you still don't have a name. You guys have got to get on the fucking ball. Shards, tell them. What, what the fuck? Jada. Yeah. Jada Perkett. What was it? Jada Perkett Smith. Please. Yep. Jada Perkett Smith. Or Alopercia. Alopercia. Mouth. However, I think, listen, Shards is on to something. If you name her Alopercia 
and you give her like an online presence, like a TikTok channel, I think that will take off. You could be TikTok famous with your cat, Alapersia. There's a lot of people that will sympathize and probably subscribe. Alapersia, I like it. Actually, you know, I'm going to get myself one of those cats and I'm going to start a TikTok channel. That might do Rob. My naked self with my naked cat. (laughs) (laughs) People will pay for that, dude. I will bet you two to one that you will get subscribers for whatever reason. We don't kink shame on this podcast, but people are going to watch. I might be one of them. I don't know why. I can't rub my bald head on my bald cat. Just. Oh, I'll rub your bald <laughs> cat's head on your head and wrap it around your neck like a like a scarf and and then what, what what would you talk about like even though you're doing what people want to watch you have to say something what would you say so you got let's play some uh, theater of the mind charge is sitting in his uh, studio he's got a bald cat wrapped around his bald upper torso with no shirt on uh, and the cat's purring and what do you talk about and go i think what i'm gonna do is instead of talk i'm just gonna do what all the other tiktok thoughts do and just play whatever trending music is trending on tiktok and i'll do a terrible tiktok dance with my naked cat i love it i love it i love it too i'd watch it rob he's stealing your ip this is your intellectual property a naked cat is your ip what are you going to do to counter this kill him what gonna murder him no 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 let's walk this back you can't kill shards he's fucking great oh fuck what short of murdering shards can you do to take back your ip with the naked cat situation make a tiktok account that's just sucking shards and it's just, me and <laughs> it's just him stitching every oh, video stitching yeah and then shitting on it yeah every yep. time <laughs> yep. me and osiris just staring yeah. into the camera judgingly <laughs> I'm down with this. This is good content. I'm, I'm subscribing. I can't mash that button hard enough for both of you. So let's say shards calls you out and be like, yeah, I know I got a hater out there who's stitching me. What's your response? This is going to be me and Osiris and sunglasses. Ooh, well played playing it. Cool. I fucking yeah. love it. Too we'll bad start one of those in, infinite stitches where you stitch one of mine, then I stitch your stitch of you stitching me, and then you stitch yeah, yeah, my yeah, stitch yeah, of me yeah, stitching yeah. you stitching me. <laughs> yep. I, I think the world needs this. I need this. I don't know if the world needs it, but I need it. I need this. Let's get it going. Anything else you guys want to uh, tell the glass holes out there that we're very appreciative of them listening and subscribing and feedback? Tell, is there anything you want to tell the glass holes? Shards. Mike's old. Hmm. Hmm. Can we cut that in post, Rob? <laughs> what do you want to tell the glass holes? You look really mellow, Rob. Why do you look so mellow? Stone. I'm drunk. Oh. Yeah, you're supposed to save that for the 25th episode. Oh, I'm not that drunk. Yeah, we're going to get drunk. The 25th episode's a thing, and Shards is going to be the DD. Rob is practicing. He's way farther along than I am right now. I'm not practicing. That's going to be a good episode. Twenty, Tune in for the 25th episode of the Glass Bottom Podcast, a silver anniversary, if you will, where we do drunk glass bottom history. Maybe play some best ofs. We'll cut up some best ofs. Me and Rob will be D as F. Shards will be manning the helm. We might go to the Tiki Bar again. We're going to start the Tiki Bar probably. All right, Rob. Good for you, man. It's been a rough week, right? Yep. Well, sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh 
let's uh, let's get the listener out of here so they can uh, tune into another podcast and or get back to their life. Rob, what do you have to say? Over or under? I'm playing the middle. <laughs> I would hope so. That's where the, that's where the nut meat is. Hell, goodbye, everybody. You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. Oh,